What's up, everybody? If you don't know, now you do know you're officially tuned in to episode 18 of the HFWB podcast series. I'm your Tim Pope, and I want to thank y'all once again for tuning into another episode of the HFWB podcast series. It's been a while since I've done one because I've been so busy, but for those who are currently watching right now on YouTube, I thank y'all for tuning in to another video edition of the HFWB podcast series. Make sure y'all like the YouTube channel by searching Health Fitness Wealth Business and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Leave a comment, provide some feedback, whether good or bad. It's all about room for improvement, like I always like to say here on the HFWB podcast series. And for those who are listening right now on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or Google Podcast, thank y'all once again for taking time out of y'all's day to stream and download another episode of the podcast. And for those who haven't done it yet, for those who are currently doing it right now, encourage the next person you know and someone you don't know, that way they can tell someone that they do know, to download and stream and share the HFWB podcast series where we can continue to grow and we can continue to get strong together, baby. Because what do I say here all the time for all my current listeners? Information is the new money and the more educated you are, the more prepared you'll be as far as becoming the most healthier version of yourself, the most wealthier version of yourself. And I'm not saying that in time and due to money. I'm talking about in due time, of course. And then for those who are just looking to have the best overall direction, just simply knowing themselves, knowing their worth and just getting them on the right track on what it needs, what needs to be done within the course of their life. Better yet, I should say. But overall, it's been a while since I've done an episode of the HFWB podcast series. For those who have been looking out for the newest episode, I do apologize and sorry for the wait, but I'm back doing a quick little episode here before the holidays start to pick up a little bit. I mean, with Thanksgiving about a couple of days away, there's a lot of things that I'm thankful for, but I just want to say in regards to Thanksgiving, don't utilize Thanksgiving just as that one day just to be thankful for something when you should be thankful for something every single day, not just on Thanksgiving. If you're going to utilize Thanksgiving for anything, utilize it as an opportunity to just kick back, relax, stop everything that you're doing and cherish the moments that are most important in your life, like spending time with your family, your friends, enjoying a nice meal. I don't care if it's home cooked or whether it's catered from somewhere it's just all about that special gathering and just coming together and taking time out of the crazy hectic schedule that i'm sure everybody is dealing with and just coming together with the people who you love the people who you care about the most and just generating the most special memories possible to where you could look back at it five years from now and be like hey remember when it happened when this happened on this thanksgiving you know those are some good times wasn't it or those are some bad times even maybe but you could even look back at it you know and laugh at it at the end of the day so overall with thanksgiving being around the corner i just want to let y'all know don't forget to always be thankful not just on that day but to be thankful for whatever it is that you got or even be thankful for what you don't have every single day and that's the message i want to share to y'all as far as thanksgiving is concerned which is crazy because it's like what few days away if i'm not mistaken correctly I myself have been so caught up and busy with life that it doesn't even feel like Thanksgiving's around a quarter to me. But that's my little quick message for those who are looking forward to Thanksgiving. 
And another thing I want to get into real quick, since this is an early morning and I'm getting myself going myself for the day, I want to ask yourself this. Are you waking up to your full potential every single day? Are you dedicating at least a little bit of time towards yourself as far as personal development and getting yourself in the right state of mind to get yourself going for, throughout the course of the day? Well, I'll tell you one thing. If you haven't figured out the steps on how to do that, I'll give you a little bit of advice by this book that I have here. For those who haven't heard of this book right here, for those who are watching right now on YouTube, I'm holding up a copy of The Miracle Morning by Hal Harad. And this is a book that I personally recommend everybody read as far as getting themselves started and having themselves the most productive start to the day at the end of the day. Because regardless, how you start your day off makes a big difference it really does if you start your day off in a negative mood to where you're like i don't want to do this i don't want to do that then chances are things are probably not going to work out in your favor as the day goes on but if you start your day off in a positive mindset and be like whoo i got a lot to do but i'm going to find a way to get it done and i'm going to get all my goals accomplished and i'm going to knock out that to-do list and just have that enthusiastic energy in that spark to the fire and everything to get you going and you're positive about it nine times out of ten you're gonna have a very productive day and how you start your day off makes a huge difference because I like I said I recommend everybody to read the book the miracle morning by Al Harad it's a wonderful book as a matter of fact this is my second time here even reading this book within itself and I'm already finished with it because it's so inspiring listening to his story of how he got into a fatal car accident and had to go through brain surgery and he lost it all, his job, his girlfriend at the time. And for him to come back and be inspired and to be motivated and encourage people to have themselves their own routine, to get themselves going based off of everything that he went alone, that just goes to show you if he could put together a morning routine that helps him generate levels of success in every aspect of life, I'm challenging y'all to do the same thing as well. As a matter of fact, I'm recording my, the podcast right now in between doing my Miracle Morning because I want to get this message across. And I guarantee you once I'm finished with this podcast, I'm going to get back to my Miracle Morning and get myself going to where I can have the most productive Saturday possible. But by the way, for those who are listening to right now, this is Saturday, November the 20th, 2021. It's about almost about to be like 930 in the morning, but I'm up at it and I'm inspired and I'm motivated and I'm energized to where I woke up telling myself I want to record the podcast today and I want to start off the day with some energy. So that's what I'm doing right now, because what I envision in my mind, I'm putting it into fruition in the physical form because you got to begin with the end in mind. It's just that simple. But overall, the importance of a morning routine is very critical. I don't care what it is you do to get yourself going. I don't care if you sit down every single day and write down your goals or your to-do list. That's a good thing to do. If you want to read a book of your choosing that gets you your brain working, you know, that's a good choice. You know, visualize what it is that you want to do for the day and just go out and do it tell yourself over and over again I am this I am that because of this as far as repeating it like in an affirmation form do that if you want to say yourself a little prayer to get yourself motivated by the Spirit of God by all means do that 
or if you simply want to meditate and basically have God talk to you in silence, do that as well. And most importantly, if you want to get yourself a little bit of exercise just to get the blood flowing a little bit, do that as well. Or better yet, do every single one of those things that I do every single, or basically do every single thing that I just said all at once. Which is basically kind of like what Hal Harad talks about in his book, The Miracle Morning, which is called The Saver's Method. And Saver's Method, for those who don't know what that means, it basically means silent affirmation, visualization, exercise, reading, scribing. As in other words, writing basically for those who don't know what scribing is. It basically means writing in a more intellectual form. But anyways, basically with that savers method, that is a major key as far as getting yourself going and having the most productive morning overall and having the most productive start to your day. And don't worry, y'all, for those who are wondering what the savers method is and how it works a little bit more in details, I promise y'all I'm going to go into it and I'm going to break down each of those letters with savers method within each episode of future HFWB podcast episodes as I get going. But I just want to introduce this little step for those who are having trouble, you know, getting off to the right start or those who are tired of waking up in a negative state of mind to start off their day. I advise y'all to look up Al Harad, look up his story and look up his book right here that I'm holding up for those who are watching right now on YouTube. The Miracle Morning by Al Harad. I'm going to say this again. The Miracle Morning by Al Harad. The not-so-obvious secret guaranteed to transform your life before 8 a.m. And it doesn't necessarily have to be 8 a.m. Whenever you wake up in the morning and all that, you know, practice the savers method. And if you don't know what that is, Google it, look it up, and or just simply just go pick up a copy, you know, order this book online, you know, half-price books, Barnes & Nobles, wherever you order your books. You can literally buy this book here and it will change your life. I promise you that. I mean, if I were to recommend 25 books to read to people for the rest of their life, this would definitely be at the top of my list. Because if it could change my life, it could change your life too. It's just a matter if you want your life changed to begin with. So I would recommend reading Al Harad's The Miracle Morning talk about recommended readings for the weekend to get yourself going and get yourself on the right track as far as having the most productive morning as possible which will lead to you having a very wonderful day in the process now speaking of that once you get yourself going you know you gotta make sure you're continuing to keep your nutrition intact and I got a couple of quick little nutrition tips, you know, I want to share with y'all today because it's been a while since I've done one of these, so I'm going to get back to it. Now, this is based off of scientific evidence, by the way. You know how I say that sugar makes you fat and it's what's basically the leading cause of multiple diseases like the diabetes of the world and all that kind of stuff? It's funny that I was doing some research as far as like nutrition tips for the better and stuff. And one of the things that I found kind of interesting, which kind of ties into what I've been saying the last few episodes as far as sugar is what makes you fat, not actual fat itself. Ironically enough, a good nutrition tip is to cut back on sugary drinks, you know, like the sodas, the fruit juices, and the sweet teas of the world. Now, I'm not going to lie, I'm guilty of having all of these things every now and then, and it's okay. 
I mean, I get it. It's okay. It's tempting. It's hard to cut sugar out of your life completely because sugar is basically in everything. But you could at least try, you know, at least cut back on sodas, you know, cut back on sodas, if anything. That's not hard to do. I don't personally drink sodas myself, and well, I do maybe once or twice a week, if that. And that's mainly on like cheat days and stuff like that because you deserve to have a little treat here and there. What I'm basically saying is don't make it an everyday habit to where you're drinking like three or four sodas out of the day or three or four bottles of fruit juice or sweet teas and stuff like that because that's just ludicrous and that's just going to increase your chances of having pre-existing health conditions like diabetes down the road to where you're going to be hooked on insulin like a, a fiend hooked on like cocaine or heroin or something we, we don't need to go down that route we really don't and it could be prevented by simply cutting back on sugary drinks like i said the sodas the fruit juices and all that because it's basically the primary source of added sugar in a diet because from several studies show that sugars sweetened beverages increase the risk of like i said diabetes type 2 diabetes at that heart disease and it even can affect people who don't even have that much body fat as well, which is crazy. And it's also harmful for the kids. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I know kids like to eat a lot of sweet things and drink a lot of sweet drinks and everything to keep themselves going. But keep in mind now for all the parents who are listening, that's harmful for the children, y'all. It can lead con to conditions that can basically have that they the kids themselves can have that they shouldn't be having if that until adulthood like like i said type 2 diabetes high blood pressure non-alcoholic fatty liver disease and stuff like that i mean let's be real here on the hfwb podcast do you want your 10 year old to have type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure like come on now your kids are too young a kid is too young to even be thinking about having those kind of diseases i mean if anything a kid at that age should just be having fun being as healthy as they can be staying active going outside to play when their parents tell them to do so not worrying about type 2 diabetes and high blood pressure like a 50 year old like that's just ludicrous and that could easily be prevented if you just put down the soda that's all it takes or put down that fruit juice you know drink some more water you know have some sparkling water if you're not a fan of regular water drink some sparkling water if you like a little bit of flavor in your water or something i mean there's unsweet tea i mean you could even have coffee well the adults can have coffee not the kids well I'm not going to lie, I had coffee when I was a kid. I mean, if the kid wants to drink coffee, let him drink it black and straight, you know, without any sugar or creamers in it. That's the best way to drink coffee at the end of the day. So that's a quick little nutrition tip for the day here. Cut down on the sugary drinks. Put down the soda and pick up the yoga. You like that transition I did there, y'all? Put down the soda and pick up the yoga. And let me tell you how yoga can be very effective on this edition of Yoga Tips from HFWB. Now, you need to focus on your foundation, y'all, because your body depends on having a strong and steady foundation, right? As far as to hold each pose and stuff like that. Now, 
I remember on the last episode of the HFWB podcast, I talked about how the benefits of yoga and all that kind of stuff. Well, I'm taking it a little bit further as far as saying your body is a foundation because if you're simply trying to do like the most basic pose, you got to have proper structure. You can't cheat yourself out of doing the pose because then you're not taking advantage of the full ability of the overall stretch within the pose. You got to don't cheat yourself, you know. You got to treat yourself to the right pose, the right structure, and to the right foundation as far as doing yoga because you got to watch your hands and your feet and how it's positioned. That way the pose could be held correctly to where you could feel the overall effects of the full stretch within the body. And you got to spread your fingertips and your toes. I'm pretty sure yoga if you for those who practice yoga and who've had yoga instructors tell them that, I'm just giving you a friendly reminder on behalf of those yoga instructors, you know. Spread your fingertips and toes to build a firm base of support. And that's a good little yoga tip as far as to help you utilize the full effectiveness of yoga because I don't care what anybody says, it, there's no shame in doing yoga because doing yoga will make you feel lighter, it'll make you feel more loose, it'll help your muscles expand even more to where you can go harder in the next workout. And it's just very important to do yoga. It doesn't it doesn't hurt to start it when you're younger. As a matter of fact, I advise people who are in their early 20s to start doing yoga right away. That way it can help their body last longer into their 30s and their 40s and so on and so forth to where their body isn't as weak. Because obviously as we get older, our muscles begin to decrease and our bones start to slowly decrease as well as far as overall structure and strength and stuff like that so the important thing to keep that alive as much as possible is by doing yoga that would be my nice little tip there on that excuse me and that's part of just basically you know helping you increase your muscle to build your hustle you know and you like how I did another quick little transition as well as I'm not wasting any time here on this HFWB podcast. I'm getting right to it. And another thing that I kind of found interesting that's been going on lately, despite how busy that I was doing, I'm not going to lie, I just saw this last night, you know, as far as, you know, the economy and everything. I mean, for those who are still wondering, like, why everything has been going up like crazy, you remember how I tell you all this all the time as far as inflation being a huge problem, right? Well, it continues to be a huge problem because what I've been seeing lately on my Facebook as I'm scrolling down my news feed, it's kind of funny because everybody's complaining about the gas prices like that's nothing new it's like people should be used to gas prices going up and down and all this kind of stuff i remember i saw some guy post it man i'd rather ride a horse than pay for gas prices over three dollars honestly my response to that is is that you just need to stop you just need to stop right there because you know good and well you're not going to be riding no horse everywhere you're just making excuses and trying to find a way to complain about why gas prices are so high if anything you just need to figure out a way on how to handle it pay that and keep it moving and stop complaining about it because if anything it's just showing how broke you are honestly but I'm not going to get into all of that, but overall, it's like I say all the time, inflation has always been a problem. And for those who don't know what inflation is, let me remind you yet again, inflation is basically when the cost of living goes up 
and when the cost of living expenses go up and the value of the dollar goes down and the value of the dollar is getting worse and worse by the day then you wonder why Bitcoin is on the rise and things are starting to transition into Bitcoin it's like I'll go into that here in just a little bit in a second actually but overall with this whole inflation scare that's going on it's basically turned the whole biden economy into what some would say a walking contradiction but honestly you can't really blame the president on that because it's obviously always been like that as far as the government being a walking contradiction within themselves sometimes but it's kind of crazy though how in a recent abc news washington post poll that i saw that was done like earlier this week i forgot the exact day i want to say three days ago i could be wrong apparently 70 percent of americans hate the economy but act like they love it which is just that's just a contradiction within itself like how are you gonna hate something but act like you love it that makes no sense to me because it's like that's like saying when you're in a relationship you hate that person but yet you act like they love you love them or something but that's just kind of stupid if you ask me as far as 70% of Americans hating the economy but act like they love it. And you want to know what's even crazier? I'm going to give you some examples here um, that explains that crazy contradiction within itself. Like, here's a good example. Us Americans, we love to shop until we drop, right? As a matter of fact, we're shopping up a storm so much that retail sales have been soaring in just last month alone at the fastest pace since we got stimulus checks back in March. For instance, people are love going to some Walmart and some Target, Home Depot, just a few stores to name an ex as an example, just as far as just to go shop until they drop and to keep this economy moving, you know? But at the same time, consumer sentiment is at a 10-year low in this month alone to levels that are unseen during even the height of COVID-19. To where it's like, there are some people who are shopping until they drop not caring what the state of the economy is. And that's great because we need more of that because that's what actually keeps the economy going. And then there's some people who are like, nah, I'm cool. You know, I see everything going up. I need my, my money to where I can take care of my own situation. It's like, nah, I'm good. I'm going to sit this one out on the sidelines. And you know what? That's okay. And that just proves another example of like a contradiction. But at the end of the day, it's matter just a personal preference and a personal choice for that matter. Here's another example of how the economy is apparently a walking contradiction and they want to blame this on Biden. By all means, I'm not standing up for President Biden or anything like that. I'm just saying what pretty much has been going on before Biden, before Trump, before Obama, but pretty much within every presidency since the history of presidents going back to the days of like George Washington when it all started, you know. Here's another example. Hiring has been strong, but workers are quitting their jobs at a record pace. It's like, how is how is the unemployment rate so low at 4.6% from like the last month and the Goldman Sachs are expecting it to fall to like 3.5% by the end of next year, matching the 50-year low set before the pandemic. Now, I'm not making this up. This is Goldman Sachs saying it based on their analysis and stuff like that. But at the same time, you have 
4.4 million Americans quitting their jobs in just the month of September alone. That's not even counting the whole year, which is basically clear evidence of how much leverage that workers have on today's economy because it's like how is the unemployment rates dropping but at the same time people are quitting their jobs not wanting to work because of two reasons one they rather get benefits from the government because they're lazy or two they're confident that they could find themselves another job elsewhere which is fine and everything but you kind of see where I'm going at with this the whole government, the whole economy, it, all that, it's always been a contradiction. For those who are acting like this is some sort of surprise, you need to wake up and smell the coffee. It's always been a contradiction ever since government was formed and ever since it slowly but surely started to get more corrupt. That's not a surprise there, you know. But I'm just looking at all these numbers and all these stats and just mind-boggling to me. I mean, let me see. Here's another good example I'm looking at here. The consumer prices have surged in October 2021 at the fastest pace since 1990. And you want to know what's a good example of that? Remember how I was just talking about how gas prices go up and down a second ago? That's a primary example right there on how bad inflation has become. And because, and it's sad too, because there's so much good going on in the economy, but it's being overshadowed by inflation. It's being overshadowed by the cost of living going up at a record rate and what's scary about it it's only going to get worse before it gets better because before you know it we might be dealing with hyperinflation and then before you know it the next thing you know we might be talking about recessions and depressions when the bubble bursts and next thing you know people's 401ks and pensions and IRAs get wiped out potentially then things are going to get real interesting and we're really going to shake things up here which is why I always say put your money into other investments other than the stock market I myself have include am investing in the stock market but hey if it gets wiped out hey I still got other forms of savings and investments that I could fall back on that where I can make that money back and then some Basically, what I'm saying is don't put all your eggs in one basket. Spread them out as much as you can. Diversify, but don't put all of them too much in one basket. And most importantly, buy you some Bitcoin and buy you some Ethereum because everything is transitioning into the Bitcoin world and the Ethereum world slowly but surely. And that's just crazy within itself. But despite all that that's going on with the economy you know with the unemployment rate people quitting their jobs and all that kind of stuff despite all that and, and oh yeah there's one more thing that's making a huge impact I almost forgot to mention the supply chain crisis you want to know what that is it's basically I don't know if you've been paying attention to the news as a matter of fact I haven't been paying attention myself but I saw this on the news or at least when I was doing some research last night about cargo ships being idle out all in the ocean and stuff like that when they should be on the ports unloading all the products that come from overseas like the electronics the goods and all the stuff that comes from china and japan and all that that people love to buy every single day especially when sales happen like with black friday coming up and stuff you got those type of cargo ships just chilling out in the ocean just waiting to come to port and that's not good because usually they're never supposed to be out in the ocean multiple cargo ships at that without with those ships being out in the open that's what's causing shortage because they can't get to the port they need to get to to unload all these products that can be taken 
to all these facilities to where they can be distributed to the public. And that's not good because that's going to lead to shortages on all your favorite electronics, all your favorite goods that you like to buy. I mean, that, that's just not good within itself. Why do you think it's called a crisis to begin with? I mean, you don't want to have computer chip shortages and then you don't want to have serious lack of truck drivers who need to transport those items from the port itself and then you got epic port congestion which is kind of what i just described where cargo ships are literally floating out in the ocean waiting to make it to port because other ships are there taking up all the spaces it's just one big congestion and one big mess but despite that and the elevation of the inflation that's going on I mean there's some bright spots you know like I said earlier people are still shopping people are still spending their money which is great because consumer spending makes up two-thirds of the economy and it shows within the October sales report which signals apparently the economy is heading in the holiday season with some momentum and it's heading into a great direction despite the doom and the gloom that's being signaled by all the polls and all the numbers and the analytics and stuff like that but overall what I'm saying is make the wise decision and it goes back to what I'm saying save to invest to build that's how you'll survive any kind of time that happens as far as within any economic crisis, recession, depression, all that. Make sure you just have yourself a plan in place. Make sure after you take care of all your living expenses and your taxes and all that stuff, make sure you come up with a plan to save your money, whatever money you have left, invest in something that you feel is going to be the right investment based on the right financial education you get from whoever has a great success and experience in that field and build it into a foundation which you can call yours and that is how you can do that and that is how you can close the gap on where it is that you need to go and I want to kind of wrap up the HFWB podcast with this a couple of things this being the first one closing the gap it's important to close the gap and what I mean by that is when anyone close to you falls behind in the meeting of personal growth or in our blind to unhealthy habits while you yourself are growing you have two choices you either have to leave them or they have to catch up to you where you are as in other words you know if you're doing great and you're being successful and you're making money and doing all the things you're supposed to be doing and you're going up like this and the other person's like right there they got to they got to catch up to you like this you can't go back down and and catch up to them because you're lowering yourself and you're lowering your standards to try to help the other person catch up to you when other when in otherwise you should basically be setting the standard high and have people catch up to you you know that's the whole purpose of what closing the gap is don't wait up for anybody if they can't catch up to you and if they're not keeping up with you hey you got to cut ties you know you got to cut those losses and don't feel bad about it at the end of the day but if they're willing to play catch up and keep up with you hey kudos and you can move along to the next chapter of the story that I that you have to tell but overall the importance of simply just closing the gap close the gap as far as with within yourself and close the gap to let your peers know hey if you want to go along with me to this ride you don't have to 
play catch up and close the gap and get to my level of thinking or to my level of play or you're just going to get left behind or stuck on that same level if not drop a few levels back you know you got to play catch up because it's a marathon y'all and speaking of the marathon that I've been on the last couple of weeks before I wrap it up I want to give a recap on two events that have made an impact you remember the whole Activate the Mind to the Grind news conference that I was promoting on the HFWB podcast the last couple of weeks and stuff like that. I want to give my personal experience by me saying it was a great event. It was a nice turnout. It was definitely something, you know, breaking my virginity as far as public speaking. Now, I will say this. I myself was nervous as hell. I literally probably didn't even say everything that it is that I wanted to say within the course of my speech, but I got enough across to where people were able to relate, and surprisingly, some people actually loved my speech, and I'm truly humbled and honored, and for everyone who attended the Activate the Mind to the Grind conference this past Saturday, I just want to say thank you so much. I mean it from the bottom of my heart, and I salute everybody who supported the HFW. WB speech. It's tr- I'm truly grateful for that. And believe me, there's more to come. As a matter of fact, there'll probably be another event coming in January. When? I don't know. I got to meet up with the rest of the guys and we'll discuss that in a later matter, I'm sure. But be on the lookout for more events like that to come, y'all. And I want to give a special shout out here to the United Corpus Christi Chambers of Commerce for always inviting everybody in PhD Productions to the events to go show love and support and get their the brand and all that out there. I was able to attend an event at our city hall, the Buenos Dias event, a few days back. And that was a life changing experience within itself, you know, connecting with people from like people who own who owners of gyms to superintendents for schools and even seeing members of the city council and the city manager there all that was just mind-blowing within itself and it gave me an opportunity to get the hfwb brand out there i even got to meet some people who i plan on connecting with who i'm not going to say their names and set up potential collaborations for down the road for hfwb and just continue to expand the brand and speaking of expanding the brand, for those right now who who haven't noticed, for who are watching right now on YouTube, I'm wearing my new official HFWB shirt. I know y'all can't see it very clear, and I apologize about the lighting. It says HFWB, where we got this on lock for anybody who needs a brand new HFWB shirt. I got a couple of shirts here that I'm willing to sell. I got my brand new HFWB shirts, y'all, for those who want to see it here. Sorry. It says, stay healthy, wealthy, and blessed. The new HFWB shirts are here. Then this is a copy of the shirt that I'm wearing right here. HFWB, we got this on lock. You know what I'm saying? Anybody who needs an HFWB shirt, y'all can hit me up on the cash app. Dollar sign CP HFWB. The shirts are going for $6 a piece for those who need a shirt. I got them in black. I got them in white here, and I even got a couple of gray. Sh- I even got a couple of gray shirts, y'all. So anybody who needs HFWB shirts, holla at me, and I'll hook you up. Just let me know your size. You can cash at me, or you can give me straight cash. Six dollars a shirt. You can't go wrong with that. 
There's plenty more to come with AB. So many collaborations. I'm still working on the book. I'm putting together the HFWB PhD Productions. Got events lined up with that alone. Shout out to the Corpus Christi Chambers of Commerce. HFWB will be looking to become a part of that very soon to have access to all those events on a regular basis. So it's just so much to get to and so much to say as far as the collaborations that I'm working on that I won't even have time to get into every single one of them. But I will say this, big moves are coming for HFWB. And for those who think that HFWB isn't going to last in the 2022, you're sadly mistaken because there's so many power moves that I'm getting ready to make that I don't even have time to get into. Let's just put it like that. So I'm basically going to wrap it up here by saying thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of the HFWB podcast. Everybody, y'all continue to check out the website, healthfitnesswealthbusiness.com backslash CP. Make sure y'all check out my Facebook page, search Health Fitness Wealth Business and go follow the Facebook page, search Health Fitness Wealth Business on the YouTube channel, subscribe to the YouTube and like, leave a comment, provide feedback because that's important. Y'all continue to follow at Health F Wealth B, the official TikTok page for Health Fitness Wealth Business for the latest exclusive updates. I promise more coming soon. Oh yeah. Don't be on the lookout for the official video for HFWB that will be coming out very soon that I recorded a while back. So that's another thing that's that's going to be coming as well. And for and believe me when I say this, I'm going to be having some guests soon on the HFWB podcast. So don't be surprised if the next episode or two I have a guest on the podcast who I'm not going to say yet. I'm going to surprise y'all with it and I'm going to catch y'all off guard with this because that's something that i love to do just to see y'all's reaction but overall be on the lookout for that and yeah just be on the lookout for the first book for the hfwb book series which should be coming out if not by the end of this year early january and then the hfwb program with the games and the courses and the official app is going to be coming early next year but We're just going to continue to grow. We're going to continue to expand and we're going to encourage everybody to activate the mind to the grind as always. And thank you all once again for tuning into the HFWB podcast series. Stay healthy, stay wealthy, stay blessed. And if if for some odd reason y'all don't hear from me before Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Make sure y'all spend time with your friends, families and all that good stuff. And enjoy the environment that you're in, good or bad, and make the most out of it, y'all. Once again, stay healthy, stay wealthy, stay blessed. Salute.